Welcome to the Not A Fakers Presents the That Boy Malcolm Random Crop Show. This is uh, your host, That Boy Malcolm. I am here from Austin, Texas. Here to uh, introduce them this ideal I had of doing a podcast. Somebody told me that I should do a podcast. Uh, and I've been getting words from a few friends of mine that, you know, that I have opinions that are interesting when it comes to sports and random other crap, depending on my relationship with so fast friend, that they like my opinions. But but it started from the idea of uh, I want I'm currently in school to uh, to, uh, to I want to get involved in radio sports media in general. And what happened is about a, about a couple of weeks ago. I uh, was. Excuse me, I had to leave for a second. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was just lollygagging, driving around and uh, driving around the city, uh, just for the sake of something to do. I, I, I guess you can say I got bored and uh, ran into a guy who's prominent in sports media in the Austin, Texas area, and had a convers a short conversation, not really a long conversation. I actually just wanted to introduce myself and see if he can give me any kind of advice because like I said I'm going to school to get involved and to my goal is to get involved into sports media but honestly currently I'm in school that is for radio television and film which gives me a few other options besides that which which I find there are some interests there but when I ran into this person or this uh, this person he I told him what I wanted to do and he looked at me and he told me hey uh and I told him my school situation and currently I do have a few money situation which interrupts the school situation he just told me simply hey why don't you just start a podcast and that's what I'm going to do I'm that's what I'm doing right now I'm starting a podcast and <laughs> For for those who know know me, the the title of the show not a faker not a faker presents the Dad Boy Malcolm's random crap show. It's kind of a redundant name for those who know who I am. So there's, there's a lot of me in there. Um, but I I kind of went with that title because I want to one focus on not just sports or any one avenue because I think I have the ability to talk about multiple things and I don't want to limit myself which is kind of like where I'm going right now in my mindset so therefore but but I'm but this is my first podcast and the idea is I'm will stick what I know for the first one and then venture off into other conversations and other topics once I go down the line but but here's the deal. I'm going the NFL playoffs is about to start next week. You got a couple of good matchups that intriguing matchups and we got one one game which you have two division rivals playing and you have three other games which all three teams did not play each other this year. No, I I take that back. Uh, the Colts did play the Bengals. 
this year. Uh, but the other two games, the two NFC game playoff uh, wild card games, both teams didn't play each other. But you know, so why not just get to it? Um, here we go. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, that's kind of it's kind of my thing. WCW random theme music. So, so some some of you guys who are wrestling fans are probably probably here. Sorry about that. Got interrupted for a second. Um, but <laughs> that's something I'm gonna have to adjust to since I'm doing this at my current workplace. Um, so it's just. This is a better atmosphere for me to do this because I can get to the information that I want to get to to do the podcast. Unlike home, I don't have as many avenues. So yeah, I'm kind of doing something a little dirty. I'm doing other thing, other interests while I'm at work. But when it comes to my job, I have those possibilities because my job basically is to stay aware. And I can be. it keeps me aware by keeping my mind going instead of going deadhead. But you know what? Like I say, let's get back to it. Go back to the random WCW theme music. Yeah, a little Chris Benoit for you guys. But uh, here we go. We're going to get started off here. We got the first game is going to be Saturday at 335 335 Central Time game, so that's uh, what's that? 435 on the East East Coast, but they're not they're playing on the East Coast. It's the Cardinals versus the uh, the Carolina Panthers at Carolina Carolina's division winners. They uh ended up in that crappy division. Everybody wants to complain about how they get a home game when they have a losing record, but hey, you win your division, you get a home game. But here we go. Um, but the Here's the matchup. You got the uh, you got the Arizona Cardinals, whose defense defense is getting a lot of credibility this year. You got uh, Bruce Aarons, great head coach, um, showing how much he's improved his team over just the simple two years he's he's been here. The fact is, is they they want to run at the early part of the season that they could end up being having the best record in the in in NFC. But what happened is, is, you know, you got the injuries to Carson Palmer. You got the injuries to, I can't think of the second-string quarterback, but they're down to the third-string quarterback. So, hey, I, me being, I'm going to be honest, I'm a Texans fan. Me being a Texans fan, I know the feeling a couple of years ago, T.J. Yakes was the quarterback after Matt Liner and Matt Chubb went down. But it's not about the Texans. It's about the Cardinals versus the Panthers. Um, the Cardinals, a great run-stopping defense. The Panthers, great, uh, uh, a pretty top-of-the-top-ten team uh, run, rushing the ball. So pretty much that's what's going to be the defi- deciding factor in this game. The Panthers offensively are, are, are not that not that proficient, um, especially, let's be real, they don't have a quarterback right now, and they're almost last place in the league and are running, rushing the football. Um, in this game, you're going to have, um, 
you're gonna you're gonna have pretty much a uh, opportunity. You might see the Cardinals defense being a key factor. Can they cause can they cause turnovers? Can they can they cause Cam Newton to turn the ball over? Which will be the deciding factor in the game. Honestly, I think that it will not happen. I think Cam Newton will do what he do. I think the uh, Panthers defense will will pretty much dominate this game. And yes, I am predicting a seven, eight, and one team winning the playoff game. Not the, this will be the second time. Uh, what I'm predicting is this will be the second time that a, that a playoff team with a losing record win a playoff game. Um, now, in your other Saturday matchup, you have the ALC game, the, ra- the, the division teams playing, playing each other. You have the the Ravens playing the Steelers. It's a 7-15 game, Central Time. Like I said, I'm telling everything Central Time, 8-15 on the on the East Coast. Uh they're playing in Pittsburgh. Uh they played these two teams played each other because you know division teams. Uh they split their matchup one one each team winning at home. Um in the first game really it was kind of a abysmal performance by both teams offense and ironically in the second game both teams offense came to play. Now the first game the Ravens dominated Pretty much with their defense, they held uh, Ben Ben Roethlisberger to 217 yards passing. Um, he was pretty much a check down Charlie. But let's to be honest, Flacco was a check down Charlie too. He only had had 166 yards passing, two touchdowns, off of 29 attempts. Um, in that first game, uh, pretty much it was it was uh, Pierce ru- running the ball and. Um, and Owen Daniels catching a couple of touchdowns. Uh, a few key passes here and there by Steve Smith, able to get open. Le'Veon Bell wasn't able to play. I mean, wasn't able to dominate. He only had 11 carries for 59 yards. Now, in the second game, uh, Flacco kind of let it off a little bit. He threw uh, for two touchdowns or one interception. Uh, there was really no running game in that second game, which is all for a Gary Kubiak-style offense. Um, also, a key in that game was Jacoby Jones just had a heck of a day returning the ball, kick returning. He had a, had a touchdown, had 188 yards returning. Big Ben, though, he's the reason why he just was unstoppable. 340 yards, six touchdowns. Um, Steelers really didn't have a running game also, but Antonio Brown had 144 yards, one touchdown, and he got a couple of passes to Martavius Bryant for a couple of touchdowns. Also, there were five different receivers with touchdowns in this game for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So not only did uh, did, uh, Big Ben throw six touchdowns, but he also, not only did he throw six touchdowns, but he also... He also uh, spread it, spread the ball around. He didn't have one guy that he just went to. Okay, in this game though, um, we it's the Steelers with the home field advantage. 
uh, defend uh, uh, with the Ravens. The Ravens kind of backed into the playoffs. Uh, to be honest, their last few weeks into the playoffs, they haven't played well. They got dominated by the Texans. And in their very last game, they beat Cleveland Browns by a com- uh, by uh, 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 a late, late well, not late, but mid-fourth quarter drive, drive down field to take the lead. And then their defense took over the game, causing Connor Shaw to turn the ball over and a bunch of people in Houston to throw their TVs on the ground. Uh, <laughs> but, but... As I was saying, though, I think the Steelers, I'm, I'm pretty much predicting the Steelers being uh, uh, winning this game. Unless the Ravens can do what they do. They're one of the best teams in the league at uh, getting to the quarterback. They're actually one of the best teams in the league at protecting their quarterback. But I think pretty much in this game, uh, it depends on if the Steelers' uh, offensive line can hold off uh, the Steelers' defense. I mean, blah, the Ravens' defense. Um, Loki Nada, I think he comes back this game, but there is no Le'Veon Bell, which, which, which causes, which causes an issue. I'm trying to find out. Nah, I'm going Eddie, other Eddie Guerrero music. I had to figure out which Eddie Guerrero music I was going to. Like, kind of bumbling. Like I say, this is first podcast, so gotta learn, gotta learn, gotta screw up to learn. But in this game, I got the. Uh, I'm going with the. I'm going with the Steelers defending the home field because I think the Ravens are not playing well enough to win in the playoffs. So, going Steelers defending the home field. I'm thinking Big Ben. Even though Le'Veon Bell doesn't look like he's gonna play, I still do believe Big Ben will pull it off. I think he will. I think he will perform, and it's gonna be Antonio Bryant. I mean Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown being a key factor in why the the, the Steelers uh, defeat the Ravens. Now, the Sunday game, the first Sunday game, you got the Bengals uh, playing in Indy Dome game. This is going to be an interesting game because you got two quarterbacks who's never won playoff games challenging each other. So something's about to end, and somebody's about to be. Still, where they've been. Um, the Bengals haven't played well going into the playoffs. I guess I gotta go with repeat music here. I gotta go repeat music here. <laughs> so, but the Bengals are uh, going into this game. Um, Going into the playoffs, they 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 was pretty much ending the season pretty well until that last couple of games. Uh, Luke, uh they they dominated the uh, the Broncos in the uh, in week sixteen, but in week seventeen they could not def- could not def- uh, defend their league in the division, and the Steelers pretty much stole the division from them, from from them. So now they have to travel to Indy and the Colts. Let's uh, in this game the Colts. Colts, or it's, uh, the Colts won the top uh, offenses in the league, the number one passing offense in the league, and are going against a defense who's bottom ten in the league against the pass. Um, this is a game. This could be Andrew Luck's coming out party. Uh, a key factor in this game is will Andrew Luck 
turn the ball over. They played week seven earlier in the season, and like I said, this could be Andrew Luck's coming out party. He dominated that game. Uh, 344 yards passing, two touchdowns. Andy Dalton was horrible that game, throwing uh, for 126 yards off of 38 attempts, only 18 completions. Um, I I don't I, I I see I don't see the Bengals challenging, getting enough pressure on uh, Andrew Luck, even though you know the Bengals. You know, Bengals are last in the league in sacks. And they're playing against a team uh, who's top 10 in protecting their quarterback. And to beat Andrew Luck, you have to get to him. You have to frustrate him. Because, and he doesn't have a running game, but you can't make him run if you, you know, you can't, if, if you can't stop them from passing the ball, you can't force them to be two-dimensional. I don't, I don't see a way. I don't see the Bengals going into Indy. Now, that'll be another year in a row. Marvin Lewis loses a playoff game. And congratulations to Andrew Luck for your first playoff victory. Now, in the final playoff game, you got the Lions at the Cowboys. Now, everybody who knows me knows how I feel about the Cowboys. And they're probably expecting me to put a little Cowboys hate on this. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be fair. That's my deal. I'm not going to try to take my heart out of this. Cowboys, uh, let's be real. They pretty much had an awesome season. Uh, they wanted, uh, they're the number two in the league in uh, rushing offense. Uh, they're number... They're number... Uh, Number seven in the league in total offense. Uh, I, their defense wasn't exposed because they had a great running game this year. Pretty much that's what happened. And they're playing against a Lions team who can't run the ball. But here's the interesting matchup. The Lions are actually the number one defense against the Ruts. So you got the number two offensive rushing team playing against the number one rush pass, I mean, uh, rushing defense. Um, the Lions... Number uh, uh, number two defense in the league this year. Um, here's my prediction for this game. This will be uh, uh, this will be decided when the Cowboys have the ball and they try to run the ball. Dominic and Sue will not be playing. He got suspended, which causes another issue. Which it here's my opinion. I think if Dominic Sue, who's appealing his suspension, if he's able to get the suspension uplifted. I'm picking the Lions. If not, I'm picking the Cowboys to actually, yes, I'm actually going to pick the Cowboys to be able to be, defend home field advantage, which they haven't really done well this year. They are hella dangerous on the road, but at home they're not that good. But I'm picking the Cowboys to beat the Lions. I had to step step away again for a second, but that's my playoff predictions. I'm going, I'm going Panthers, Cowboys, Colts, and Steelers. And you can say I'm pretty much going home chalk this playoffs. Pretty much that's what I'm doing now. As an overall playoff pitcher, um, there are questions. Um, 
in the AFC, honestly, on AFC, Peyton Manning hasn't played well down the stretch. He's the arm strength is not there, even though that is was projected with his current situation. But also, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, you're playing in Denver for the first playoff game. There's a possibility that. Whoever comes out of that, uh, whoever comes out of that first round to play them, whether it be who I pre- or predicted, who I who I predicted would be the Steelers playing in uh, in Denver, but if it's not the Steelers and it's the winner of the Bengals Colts, if the Steelers lose and it be the winner of the Bengals Colts game, I honestly believe that one of those teams could give Denver trouble. But I think there's a good possibility Denver's defense is uh, top of the line defense this year. Strangely enough, I don't think people are giving them enough credit. Credit this year. Denver's uh, actually uh, Denver's actually sorry about that. Denver's actually um, number three defense in the league. Um, Denver. Does a great job of protecting Peyton Manning. They don't turn the ball over. But our twenty six to NEACD near six in Congress. We have four or five sleepers on unit eighty eight fifty three that we need. Okay. As you can see that happens every once in a while at my job. Uh <laughs> so I I'm, I'm probably gonna have to figure out something at some point. Maybe just for sports topics. Uh, maybe just for the beginning running this thing, I'm just going to be doing this thing at work and I'm going to have to keep dealing with that every once in a while or people calling on the phone every once in a while there and pausing the podcast. But I guess that's something to get accustomed to. I never, I kind of thought about that being an issue, issue, but, but I said I'm going to roll with it. But, so here we go. I'm going to keep going. Um, but like I say, the Denver Broncos, um, Number three off uh, defense in the league. Surprisingly enough, their defense uh, is great against the run. Um, nobody predict, projected. I mean, well, people kind of project, projected that this defense would be much improved. They spent the all season trying to improve it, and yes, they're improved. Uh, but I'm gonna be honest with everybody. Uh, nobody's beating New England, <laughs> and. <laughs> Nobody's going to New England and beating Tom Brady. The way they're going into this playoffs, the way they've played all season, Tom Brady's having an MVP caliber type of year. Um, the defense is playing well in uh, New England. Um, it's it's pretty much, it seems like chalk to me. I think when you get down to it, when that cold weather hits, and Tom Brady, when it's... 32, 32 to 20 to 32 degrees in, in uh, New England. In late January, I think Tom Brady's going to do what he does, and they're going to come out of the AFC as uh, AFC champions. Now, in the NFC, when I, when I start to look at the matchups, it is so wide open. I am going to admit that the Cowboys have a chance of winning, uh, winning, the, uh, winning the NFC. You got the Packers. You got the Seahawks. The Seahawks have home field advantage. Packers have Aaron Rodgers. That, um, in my opinion, on first look, everybody on people can go. Ch- people are going chalk saying Seattle's going to do it. Uh, Seattle, 
uh, being in the Super Bowl champs. I think Seattle do have some issues. They're not. They're still. They're still the top defense in the league. They still uh, don't allow teams to pass the ball. They still cause turnovers. They. Uh, but they're what they're not doing this year is they're not getting to the quarterback this year. They're. That is, and I think that's going to be the key to beating Aaron Rodgers, uh, who's, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers still got a little anger up from a couple of years ago, that famous uh, Hail Mary game in Seattle that they stole from on Monday night. Uh, uh, apparently, I had uh, recorded this podcast all the way through, and apparently it stopped. Like close to the end. So as I was getting at, uh, I was getting at the fact that Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm predicting that uh, New England versus uh, Green Bay Super Bowl. I think Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, MVP year. He's gonna get the award this year. Uh, I think, even though he didn't play very well down the stretch, but I think the clinching factor was in that final game of the season when uh he came back from injury and and they just basically put the 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 foot on the throats of the Detroit Lions. And I'm going with uh the Packers versus uh New England in the Super Bowl. Uh funny how Tom Brady versus uh uh Tom Brady versus uh Aaron Rodgers is the Super Bowl matchup. So that's what I'm wrong with. Aaron Rodgers versus uh, uh versus Tom Brady, two of the better quarterbacks in the league, I think. Um, but this year, I think it's uh, Green Bay's time. <clears throat> I think it's Green Bay time to uh, to win the Super Bowl, um, making them uh, Aaron Rodgers a two-time winning quarterback, passing Brett Favre. And remember when uh, Packer fans did not want. Uh, did not want Aaron Rodgers to take over as quarterback. They was so mad that Brett Favre, they wasn't loyal to Brett Favre, but, well, you know, I bet they feel different now. But uh, thanks for listening to my show. Uh, there's a lot of holes and a lot of mistakes I made in this show. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm, I'm learning. This is a learning process. It's, that's basically what this is. It's a learning process and want to get better at this. So, you know, bear with me. Um, I guess, like I said, I'm going to just do this, uh, do the podcast at work, um, for maybe sports topics, because I can get to the things I need sports-wise, um, and other avenues, I, I can, I don't know if, um, maybe I have conversations with people, debative topics, or just regular conversation, uh, converse conversations about random idiocracies that we have oh see i just sound like i'm just highly intelligent right there but just random talk with random people about random things and that's the reason why the show is called random crap but uh i hope i entertain you and uh thanks for listening and um i guess i closed this off how i started it up blue nancy